Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to yet again another podcast. And man, oh man, this is going to be a huge podcast. Just, I've got a lot of stuff to talk about, got a lot of stuff to go over, got a lot of stuff to do. But first off, I'm going to say this right off the bat. This is my last podcast for hopefully just one week. That's what I'm praying for. I have, um, I'm having surgery on Monday to remove some, some stuff from my body. And I don't think I will be able to make another podcast after my surgery that week. So I'm putting two podcasts really together today for you so you can have two predictions for the next two weeks since I'll be out. But you know the deal. So when I come back, there's going to be a lot to go over, a lot to do, a lot of things to do. So that's good news. But so for this episode, we're going to go over last week's NFL picks and how I did. Then we're going to go over some news in the NFL, and then we're going to get into this week's picks and next week's picks, and then move on to college football and do those picks for the next two weeks. And so you're getting the deal. So you're getting two weeks full of picks from college football and NFL. And then at the very end, I'm going to go over some stuff and we'll do some things. But let's get right into it. Right now, here we go. Let's start off with the Thursday night football game. You know the deal. It was this... It was those San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers getting together. I said I felt the Green Bay Packers were going to win just because they have a team, really, while the 49ers have a team of IR players. I mean, George Kittle was out. Jimmy Garoppolo was out. Some defensive players are out, including Bosa. So I just thought Green Bay was going to take care of business and win the game. And they went out there and they won 34-17. to Aaron Rodgers was 25-31, of 31, 305 yards with four touchdown passes. Aaron Jones came back to play for Green Bay after being out for a couple weeks with 15 carries, 58 yards. Surprisingly, they gave him 15 carries. Uh, I was was thinking they were not going to work him too much. They actually worked him pretty well. Devontae Adams, 10 receptions, 173 yards, and one touchdown. Nick Mullins was 22 of 35, 291 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Jerry McKinnon, 12 carries, 52 yards, one touchdown. Ronald Jones, uh, nine receptions. 184 and one touchdown. So yeah, listen, Green Bay did what they needed to do uh, with a a weaker San Francisco team because of injuries. They went out there and won. So there you go. That's what I thought would happen. Now let's move on to the noon game. And man, oh man, was it a real good game? I uh, I I underpredicted the the Panthers. I forgot the Panthers are one of the better bad teams in a sense. Uh, the the Panthers, they just they have had very bad luck recently. They've been playing a lot of MVP caliber quarterbacks that have won MVP. Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. You get the gist. And so you you thought it was gonna be a close game. I predicted it'd be a thirteen point spread. It was a way closer game than I anticipated. It came down to a missed game winning field goal that would have broke the NFL record. But the Carolina Panthers played to their strengths. They also had Christian McCaffrey back. And Teddy Bridgewater doesn't turn the ball over. They kept the ball away from the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes in the first half especially, was missing some throws. So, but the Chiefs did come out with the victory, 33-31. to Teddy Bridgewater was 36-49, of 310 yards and two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey had 18 carries, 69 yards and one touchdown on the ground and one through the air. Curtis Samuel, nine receptions, 105 yards and one touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, 30 for 45, 372 yards, four touchdowns. Clyde Edwards, Elaire, five carries, 14 yards. Travis Kelsey, 10 receptions, 159 yards. 
Patrick Mahomes threw two touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill is still being involved. He missed Tyreek Hill a couple times in the first half. You usually don't see that. He also hit uh, Demarcus Robinson for a touchdown. So he was getting those players involved. There was a really cool scheme where Patrick Mahomes came in motion and came back, caught the ball as it was hiked, rolled back around, threw it, and Demarcus Robinson was open. So the Chiefs, they find a way to win 33-31. Carolina is still a dangerous team. Wants to get everything to go in. They're a young team. Next year, they could be very dangerous in the NFC South. But right now, it's just... They're just so young. Moving on to the 3 o'clock game. Woo! Man, this was a good game. My only game I got wrong. I predicted Arizona to win. I was just I was just off a little bit. Miami comes out with the win. Tua Talawega is now 2-0 as a starter. He went 20 of 28, 248 yards, two touchdowns. Uh... So, Saham Ahmed, 7 carries, 38 yards. Devontae Parker, 6 receptions, 64 yards. Kyler Murray, 21 of 26, 283 with 3 touchdowns. Also 11 carries for 106 yards with 1 touchdown. So he had 4 total touchdowns. Christian Kirk, 5 receptions, 123 yards and 1 touchdown. Here's the thing. Arizona's defense is very sus, very suspect. And they're leaning way too much on Kyler Murray on the offense. And they finally came out. They proved a little bit here. Miami's defense is one of the best defenses in the league. Sure, they gave up 31 points to Arizona. But Miami is still playing very well. If they get make the playoffs, they could. Upsets a team or here, here or there. Like uh, the Tennessee Titans. The Steelers. So, the Miami Dolphins are a very underrated team right now. And I think uh, with the new addition of Tua, it gives them more um, depth on the offense or more scheme-wise on the offense where they can run some QB runs and stuff like that. While with Arizona, they've got to figure a way to make some better adjustments on defense and figure a way on offense to help Kyler Murray and stop running this. Obviously, you want to run the offense through Kyler Murray, but it can't just be Kyler Murray making plays every single play. Now let's move on to the most shocking game of the week and I shouldn't say it's shocking because I predicted the Saints to win but it is very shocking on how they beat the Buccaneers New Orleans Saints beat the Buccaneers 38-3 Drew Brees was 26 of 32 222 yards 4 touchdown passes Taysom Hill 7 carries 54 yards Michael Thomas was back had 5 receptions 51 yards poor old Tom Brady 22 of 38, 209 yards, and 3 INTs. Ronald Jones, the second, 3 carries, 9 yards. Mike Evans, 4 receptions, 64 yards. They ran the ball a total of 5 times, including 1 knee down at the very end. Wow. <laughs> Buccaneers, what a scheme you guys had going on there. Daniel, on defense, you play zone against Drew Brees. Let him do whatever you want when your pass rush ain't getting there. So he can sit back there and find the open guy. So, I don't know what Tampa Bay was doing. They looked horrible. The Saints now sweep the Buccaneers they look prime possession for the NFC South because now Michael Thomas comes back so it's um it's very interesting how the Buccaneers came about this game everyone thought maybe they were overlooking the Giants well maybe the Giants were playing as good as the Buccaneers because the Buccaneers aren't that good the Buccaneers are a fraud team I love how Colin Cowherd and some other Fox analysts especially think that the Buccaneers were a top five team a team that was the only team in the NFC that could compete with the Chiefs I don't believe it. I still don't believe it. It makes it even more worse than what they were saying now because of what the Buccaneers just got slaughtered by, the Saints. So, 
Now the Saints have only lost two old games. Even though they've been shaky at times, they've only lost two games. While the Buccaneers have lost three, and two of those have come to the Saints, and the other has come to Chicago. Yikes. Now let's move on to the Monday night game. I did not watch this Monday night game. All I know is the, the, <laughs> the Patriots won. I watched the highlights, obviously. Got the stats. But the Patriots were down by 10. Then the Jets decided to throw up uh, their tank plays so they could lose the game, is what I got. <laughs> but Cam Newton was 27-35, 274 yards. Deontay Harris was 14 carries, 71 yards. And Jacoby Myers, 12 receptions, 169 yards. Joe Flacco, 18-25, 262 yards, 3 touchdowns, 1 interception. We'll get into that interception in a minute. Frank Gore, 12 carries, 46 yards. And Brandon Perryman, 5 receptions, 101 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Joe Flacco, or Jets, period. What are you doing? You're up by a touchdown with about 2 minutes, 3 minutes left in the game. And you decide to throw a bomb. And it's intercepted. The Patriots take the ball down the field, score a touchdown. They stop you on uh, three plays, get the ball back, go down, and get a field goal as time expires to win the game. The Jets literally gave this game to the Patriots. Um, Adam Gase did his greatest job of tanking I've ever seen. It was beautiful. Great work by Joe Flacco. Uh, we can just see that the Jets are really tanking for uh, Trevor, and it's crazy. Uh, the Patriots, on the other hand, they're still trying to compete. Maybe try to find a way to get into the playoffs. We'll see. I don't think that it's going to happen with uh, the Dolphins and the Bills playing the way, the, uh, the way they are. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But the Patriots, they did finally get back in the win column. Now, let's go over some news that has happened in this NFL week. Uh, real news is Christian McCaffrey injured himself in the game against the Chiefs. His shoulder this time. He has already been declared out for this week's game. He is day-to-day, -day, though, so we'll see what happens with him. And then other news, if not all uh, teams get to play a 16-game schedule, they will add two extra teams, one on each side, to make it 16 teams instead of uh, what it was going to be. So eight on each side now. So if that 16-game schedule does not happen for everyone, we'll have a 16-team playoff game. Crazy, right? That's crazy. But let's let's move on. Let's get into our week ten predictions, and it starts off by tonight with the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Who do you think I have winning? Mm, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning. Why? The <coughs> Titans have not looked good in the past couple weeks. They've looked a little skeptical. Sure, the Colts haven't looked well as either. I do believe in the Colts defense over the Titans defense, and I believe that the offense of the Colts will do a little just. A little bit better than what the Titans offense will because of that Indianapolis defense. So I have the Colts winning 27-20 to tonight. Moving on to the 12 o'clock game. There's not much at the 12 o'clock games. So I went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Carolina Panthers. I think the Panthers are a very good bad team. You like that? Very good bad team like I said earlier. They're a young team. Uh, they have a lot of work and I think next year is going to be their improvement. So I do am picking the Bucks in a close one. 34-30. I think Tom Brady had... Uh, Comes back and plays a really good game just because it's Tom Brady. Then at the 3 o'clock game, you have the Seattle Seahawks versus the LA Rams. I think the Seahawks were really exposed last week against the Buffalo Bills. I just don't think the Rams have the firepower of offense like the Bills do. And I don't trust Jared Goff as I do with Josh Allen. That's crazy to say. So I do believe uh, the Seahawks will win this game 37-27 to over the Rams. 
Moving on to the Sunday night game, it is the Baltimore Ravens versus the New England Patriots. Sure, the Patriots did get a win last week against the Jets. That is the Jets. The uh, Baltimore Ravens got a win over the Indianapolis Colts. I still think the Ravens are the better team here. I think they go out there and put a pretty good whooping on them. They win 34-20. It could even be worse. Moving on to the Monday night game, another divisional game. You have the Minnesota Vikings versus the Chicago Bears. Minnesota Vikings have won two straight. The Chicago Bears have looked skeptical, to say the least, and I don't believe in the Bears. I think the Vikings are on a roll. I think the Vikings are trying to get a playoff spot. I think the Vikings win this game, 27-17. Give me Dalvin Cook. Give me Kirk Cousins. Give me Adam Thielen over Nick Foles, Allen Robinson, Ty Montgomery, whatever on that offense. I still believe the Vikings offense will do as do. Enough damage on that Chicago's great defense to win this game. Now, like I said, we'll move on and do Week 11. Starting off with Week 11 on Thursday Night Football, you have the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Another divisional game. And last time these two played, they got the Sunday night game. It was a great overtime game and where the Cardinals won this game. I believe the Cardinals do win this game as well. well. I think the Cardinals are the Seahawks-like arch nemesis this year, whatever you want to call it, because I think the Cardinals offense can expose the Seattle defense just enough, and I think the Arizona defense can make one or two stops on Russell Wilson to make him make another mistake or two. I don't think he's going to throw four interceptions again, but I do believe the Arizona Cardinals win this game 37-31. Moving on to the 12 o'clock game for the following week, it's the Tennessee Times versus the Baltimore Ravens. Right now, it looks like a really good matchup. Not just because it's the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. A match last year where the uh, Tennessee Titans won in Baltimore in the playoffs. But also because of the records and how they're playing out. And again, I really, I really, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I, I as much as I want to take Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry, I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to come out with some vengeance and want to win this game so badly. Um... That's why they might even slip up against the Patriots because they're going to look forward to Mike Vrabel. But I do believe the Ravens win this game 34-31. to Moving on to the 3 o'clock game, you have the Packers versus the Colts. Aaron Rodgers versus Phillip Rivers. Man, I, I like the Packers in this game. I don't think the Colts defense is going to be enough to stop Aaron Rodgers. I have the Packers winning this 37-24. Moving on to the Sunday night game, it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus those Los, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, last time the Raiders came into Arrowhead and won this uh, earlier this year. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think the Chiefs off a of bye, it, it's a no-brainer with me. Andy Reid off a of bye is crazy. I love what the Chiefs will do after a bye. I think the Chiefs go out there and put a stomping on them. Not a stomping, but it'll be 38-27 Chiefs. Moving on to the Monday night game, you have the Rams versus Bucks. Um, Jared Goff versus Tom Brady. That offense versus that defense. Who's going to win? I feel... Like, this could be the Rams game to win. They're going to come out with a vengeance. They're going to come out with something to prove that they can beat Tom Brady. I think the Rams go in to Tampa and beat the Bucks 33-20. Yeah, 33-20 is crazy, right? No, but I do believe in the Rams. And I think the Rams, and with Sean McVay's uh, coaching and his style, they can get that defense confused. And I think that the Rams will win that game. Now, let's move on to some college football. And I mean, there were some good games this week. Let's start with the big one, right? Notre Dame and Clemson. Clemson without their starting quarterback, Heisman front runner, number one draft pick, Trevor Lawrence. And uh, 
let's be real. It showed in that game. ETN couldn't get going real fast. Uh, there were some missed throws. The offense for Notre Dame got going real fast. They scored on the second play. So it was very uh, it was very interesting and uh, kind of weird how Dabo played it. They came back. They tied it. And then in the last seconds, Notre Dame scored again to tie it up. I mean, Clemson took the lead. And then Notre Dame in the final seconds tied it. They went to overtime. First overtime, they both scored touchdowns. So they're going to second overtime. Notre Dame scores on their first possession. While Clemson gets stuck in a fourth in like 24. They can't get a first down. The game is over. Uh, Notre Dame wins the game. And that's a huge win for Notre Dame. Even though it was kind of weird how the fans stormed the court. Not the court. The, the field. Uh, hopefully all the Notre Dame players got off the field in time. So they won't catch COVID. Because that would be huge if they did. And we'll get into that in a minute about COVID. But yeah. So Notre Dame beats Clemson. And now it's a... Uh, Notre Dame is... the. Two now in the AP polls. Another game is uh, Florida and Georgia, dude. Florida rolls past Georgia, forty-four to twenty-eight. Uh, it looked like Georgia was not a show. Georgia's very skeptical right now, and it's uh, kind of sad to see that because usually Georgia's that team you think they can play around, but it looks like Florida's the team to beat now in that SEC East. And honestly. You can't blame them with Trask playing well and that defense is playing well. They made Georgia look really bad. They went through two quarterbacks and those two quarterbacks looked horrible. And that's just not fun. And it's it's crazy to think that, but I think Georgia uh, could be literally falling like a totem pole in the next couple of weeks because they have some tough opponents coming up. And so we'll see what they do, but they've got to find a quarterback because right now they have no quarterback and that's the problem. So let's let's move on. We're gonna move on to some other news. Is this week's games: Alabama versus LSU, Texas A&M versus Tennessee, Auburn versus Mississippi State, Georgia versus Missouri, Navy versus Memphis, and Ohio State versus Maryland. All postponed due to COVID. That is one, two, three, four, five, six games postponed due to COVID. Five of them are top twenty-five games. So that is crazy. COVID is getting bad it's getting cold what do you expect so guys got to keep those masks on stay six feet apart do whatever you can because we want football we want sports i can't i don't want to lose sports again so we've got to keep our distance and keep people safe let's move on to some week 11 games that will be played or some week 11 news headlines so one of them is is notre dame plays boston college will notre dame have a hangover against boston college who knows? I don't think they will, but there's that possibility they could because they just beat the number one team in Clemson. You just don't want that to happen. I mean, Boston College played Clemson well the first uh, the week before uh, Clemson played Notre Dame. So we'll see what happens there. Then you also have Oregon versus Washington State. Washington State always plays Oregon well. Uh, it's always a good matchup. You love the Pac-12. I think Oregon's going to win, but it's just going to be a really good matchup. Now let's move on to week 12 where there's a three top 25 games. You got Ohio State versus, I meant, not Ohio State, you have Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. Always a great matchup no matter if they're ranked or not. 14 versus 18, Oklahoma State's the 14, Oklahoma's the 18. Indiana versus Ohio State, and who would thought Indiana would be a 10 right now? Indiana's the 10, Ohio State's the 3, and then you have Wisconsin versus Northwest, Wisconsin's a 13, Northwest is a 23. I think Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma. I think Ohio State 
ekes out a close win against Indiana, and I think Ohio Wisconsin beats Northwest. Now let's move on to some high school football. It's going to be good. High school football, right? Always. Ray Peck beat Joplin, and they move on to play Nixa at home because Nixa beat Lee Summit West. They play uh, Friday night, so tomorrow night, Ray Peck hosts Nixa. Winner advances to the Final Four. I think Ray Peck wins. Nixa is a very good team, though. Do not sleep on Nixa. Nixa has a very good offensive scheme. They play well defensive coverage. A lot of Tampa, too. We'll see what happens. But I do think Ray Peck will win as long as they keep they win the turnover battle and they don't make the silly mistakes. Then let's talk about Blue Springs versus Liberty. Whoa, that game was a crazy overtime thriller. Uh, Blue Springs should have won this game in regulation. They had the ball. They needed a first down to win it. It was third down, and the running back quarterback had a miscommunication. They fumbled it. Liberty recovers on the very next play. Liberty scores to tie it with about 45 seconds. Blue Springs can't do anything in those last 45 seconds. They go to overtime, where in the first possession, Blue Springs kicker missed the field goal, and then Liberty's kicker hits the field goal to win it. So now Liberty plays Liberty North. Winner faces the winner of Ray Peck versus Nixa. And then Odessa beat up on Pembroke Hill and will play Summit Christian Academy. And I think Odessa will destroy uh, Summit Christian Academy. Summit Christian Academy is small. Uh, They're a preppy kind of school. While Odessa is that mean, farmer kind of small town kind of school. And I think Odessa will just steamroll Summit Christian Academy. And then lastly, uh, my last thing is... uh, I have, I have thought about this for a while, and it came to my attention via my grandparents. Uh, this is called Just Talking Sports Podcast, and yet I only talk about football, baseball, basketball, the small kind, of, like the major sports. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna expand my broad once I get back from surgery. I'm gonna start maybe talking more about golf, uh, tennis, uh, lacrosse. I just gotta expand it a little more. Hockey even. Uh, just expand out there more because it is called Just Talking Sports. Get more sports involved. Just not baseball, basketball, and football. So yeah, there was a lot there. Uh, hopefully you guys got all of it in in your brains, in your tech. <clears throat> but I will um, be back hopefully better and ready to take down this podcast and for y'all to listen to it even more once I get back from surgery. But until then, guys... Peace.